tocándole al balón Zidane. Entrega por la banda para Roberto Carlos. Toca por dentro. Aparece Ronaldo. Apaga el primer disparo. Hola Madridistas, this is the American Madridista Podcast. I'm your host, Dumasani, recording this episode on April 26th, 2022 from New York City. It was an absolutely absurd display of football at the Etihad today as Manchester City hosted Real Madrid in the first leg of their Champions League semifinals tie and at the end of a wild back and forth game that combined moments of individual brilliance With defensive miscues and missed chances, City would come away with a narrow aggregate advantage as they beat Real 4-3 with the second leg to come in just over a week. Ancelotti's starting lineup for yet another big European clash consisted of Mendy, Alaba, Militao and Carvajal at the back, Valverde, Cruz and Modric in the midfield, and Benzema, Vinicius Jr. and Rodrigo up front forming the customary 4-3-3 with Courtois once again at the back of everybody in front of the goal. The only way that the game could have started off any worse for Real would have been if City's opening goal had come in the very first minute as opposed to the second. Real opened up presenting a very defensive setup that saw players dropping deep into their own half as if they were preparing to park the bus and I felt going into the game that such an approach was only going to play into City's hands. The setup was way too cautious and deferential, and it was compounded by Real's players being on their heels and not closing down on the ball as City had it in the final third. That all added up to Riyad Mahrez having plenty of space over on the right wing to dribble through several defenders to a position above the box, and from there he played in a perfect ball for De Bruyne as he ran ahead of Carvajal into the left side of the box, where he headed the ball inside of the left post to make it 1-0 City. The host would just look more dangerous after that as Real continued with the defensive approach that had Benzema visibly frustrated as he implored his teammates to join him higher up the pitch to press and whenever City got the ball, whether from a turnover on account of their own high press or by denying Madrid the final ball in the defensive end, they were incredibly efficient in advancing the ball into the final third and were almost always dangerous when they did. And in the 11th minute, They looked like they were on the verge of a complete runaway as De Bruyne's cross from the left wing got through Cruz's touch into Gabriel Jesus in front of the goal, and after he won it away from Alaba, he put it past Courtois to put City up 2-0. Real would finally come to realize their strategic folly after about 15 minutes, and others besides Benzema would begin to get higher up the pitch to press and make things a little less comfortable for City. And while City by and large were able to contend with that approach well to break repeatedly into space in the attacking half and generate chances that should have put them up by three, Real did win the ball in the attacking half and play on the front foot a couple of times on account of the tactical switch, with Vinny having a shot from the left side of the box deflected out in the 17th minute. After Foden's close miss from the left side of the box in the 29th minute and Zinchenko's 31st minute shot from above the box on the left that went just wide of the far post, Real would finally get themselves back into the game. Valverde won the ball on the right side in the attacking half, and when Benzema was tackled on his run above the box, Modric's effort to get to the 50-50 ball in the central area of the half won the ball for Mendy over on the left side of the midfield. He'd get slightly forward and cross the ball into the center of the box, where Benzema found it once again and volleyed it off of the right post and into the back of the net to make it 2-1 in the 33rd minute. 
A break started by a Cruz long ball from the back a couple of minutes later had Rodrigo forcing a save from the right side of the box, and it finally fell at that point that Real was ready to put up some kind of a fight. But City still were the far better of the two sides in the first half, with break after break having Madrid's midfield looking completely overmatched in the central area of the pitch, and build-ups in the final third forcing a disorganized Real into last-ditch scrambles at the back. And at the start of the second half, Ancelotti's first change in personnel would see Alaba replaced by Nacho in order to plug some of the gaping holes that City should have done better to exploit. Yet City would nearly make Madrid pay again on the break on account of the center back that wasn't taken off. A ball over the top made its way to Mares in the attacking half, and Militao's bad challenge allowed Mares to run forward unimpeded into the right side of the box where his shot hit the left post. The rebound then fell to Foden in the left side of the box, and his immediate shot was blocked in front of the goal by Carvajal. But City finally got its long overdue third goal in the 53rd minute, when their press again won the ball in the attacking half out on the right wing, and Fernandinho's cross from outside of the box on the right found Foden right in front of the goal for him to head it into the back of the net for a 3-1 lead. However, Real would connect with their counterpunch just a couple of minutes later on an absolutely brilliant display by Vinicius. His dummy allowed Mendy's forward pass in the defensive half to go through Fernandinho's legs for a through ball down the left wing, and Vinny took it into the attacking half and all the way to the left side of the six-yard box where he beat Ederson towards the far post just before Ruben Diaz can make a challenge to bring Real back within a goal at 3-2. In Madrid's open approach to the game that they should have taken up right from the start, had them out on the break a few more times soon after that, with a 57th minute attack ending with Militao forcing a save with his header from the center of the box, and a 60th minute counter getting Benzema a shot from the left side of the box that was blocked. Courtois had to make a good save to deny Laporte from the top of the 6-yard box in the 68th minute, but it felt almost inevitable that City was going to get rewarded again for their relentlessly direct play that was too much for Madrid to handle all game long, and they finally struck again in the 74th minute. Zinchenko found space on the left side of the final third with Madrid momentarily falling back into that cautious defensive setup that they started the game off with, and it looked like Cruz had fouled him to surrender a free kick from a dangerous spot just above the box. But with the ball falling to Bernardo Silva, the referee allowed him to play the advantage, and he took advantage of Madrid's defense switching off in anticipation of the whistle to get into the left side of the box and rocket the ball into the top left corner of the goal to make it 4-2 City. The hosts almost made it 5 a couple of minutes later, following another turnover generated by their high press, when Mares danced into the right side of the box past several defenders and put the ball just wide of the far post. But instead of getting the goal that could have all but finished the tie, City would concede an opportunity for Real to ensure that they'd come out of the game very much alive. A cruise ball into the box from a free kick on the right wing in the 80th minute went off of the outstretched hand of Laporte after he had won it with his head, and the referee immediately pointed to the spot. And from there, Benzema would put his two missed penalty attempts from the Osasuna match behind him with an ever-confident Penenka that made it 4-3 in the 82nd minute. But despite all of the scoring that had taken place up to that point, the game wouldn't see any more goals to change the outlook of the tie in the dozen-some-odd minutes that were played after that, and when the final whistle sounded at the end of the 94th minute, City were left to rue all of their missed chances to put one foot into the final, while Real could head back to Spain encouraged by a result that honestly flatters them after they were largely dominated from the first kick of the game until the last. And then Ronaldo! Oh! What a goal by 
let's get into the individual performances for Real Madrid today. Starting up front, Karim Benzema rated as an 8. He showed his captain's credentials and how he tried to galvanize the competitive spirit of the team after they went down early, demonstratively calling on them to get higher up the pitch to take the fight to City. And it's when Madrid took up that approach that they were able to get themselves into the game. His playmaking set up Vinny and Alaba for shots inside the box. And in the 33rd minute, he'd get Madrid onto the scoreboard by getting onto the end of Mendy's cross and brilliantly volleying it from the center of the box off of the right post and into the back of the net. He again narrowed Madrid's deficit from 2-1 to one in the second half when he cheekily scored with a penanka from the penalty spot in the 82nd minute, putting to bed any concerns about his confidence in taking penalties after his last two were saved. And he once again made the ever-important difference that still has Real with a chance to turn around the tie next week in Madrid. Vinicius Jr. rated as a 7. He was one of the players that could have done better to close down on Mares on his move just before setting up De Bruyne's goal. And he also might have done better to get his 17th minute shot from the left side of the box onto the goal. He was slow and lazy in attempting to connect with Mendy's forward pass out of the back in the 53rd minute, and that turnover directly led to City's third goal, but it was his sequence a couple of minutes later that totally redeemed his performance on the night. He played a dummy to get to Mendy's pass behind Fernandinho on the left wing in the defensive half, and then he went on a gut-busting run all the way into the left side of the six-yard box, where he finished off his chance to bring Real back within one. He also got out on a couple of breaks after that and was effective with his playmaking, setting up Benzema in the 60th minute for a shot from the left side of the box that was blocked, and then serving Modric above the left side of the box for his shot that went just wide of the far post in the 78th minute. Asensio would take his spot on the pitch in the 88th minute. Rodrigo rated as a 6. He wasn't as impactful as he has been in his recent appearances off of the bench as he got tackled on a couple of runs down the right wing in the first half, but he did make a run into the box in the 35th minute and force a save with a shot towards the near post. In the second half, he most notably got onto the end of a cruise through ball from the back in the attacking half on a 60th minute break and blocked a cross in the left corner outside of the box in the 64th minute but he didn't do much on the day to earn a continued presence on the pitch as Ancelotti sought to make changes later in the half and Camavinga ended up replacing him in the 70th minute. In the midfield, where the battle on the day was largely lost, Valverde rated as a 6. He had an early interception in the attacking half in the 6th minute that Real couldn't capitalize on, but there was a spell during which he had no defensive impact as City overran Madrid's midfield on one counterattack after another. However, his winning of the ball on the right side of the attacking half in the 33rd minute paid dividends as it started off a somewhat chaotic build-up that moved the ball from right to left and ended with Benzema scoring Madrid's first goal from the center of the box. He also blocked a cross in the 40th minute to close out his performance in the first half. After halftime, his turnover at the back led to a De Bruyne shot that was blocked in the 52nd minute, but he intercepted a cross in the box in the 56th minute intercepted another ball in the midfield and broke forward into space in the 80th minute, played a good backheel pass along the right sideline during an 87th minute break, and won the ball in the defensive half in the 90th minute. Tony Cruz rated as a 5. He was in perfect position to intercept and clear De Bruyne's 11th minute cross that led to City's second goal, but his touch instead played the ball right to Jesus in front of the goal. 
He also went missing defensively during several city counters as the hosts repeatedly advanced the ball through the central area of the pitch. He played a good long ball from the back out to Carvajal on the right wing in the attacking half in the 35th minute to start a counter, and he tackled De Bruyne in the defensive half in the 42nd minute, but then his foul of Jesus above the box in the 44th minute conceded a dangerous free kick. In the second half, he played a good through ball from the back up to Rodrigo in the attacking half to start a 60th minute break, but his uncalled foul of Zinchenko above the left side of the box in the 74th minute had Madrid switching off defensively as the referee allowed City to play the advantage that ultimately led to their fourth goal. However, he would factor into Madrid getting a chance for a third goal when his ball into the box from a free kick on the right wing was handled by Laporte to earn a penalty in the 80th minute that Benzema converted a couple of minutes later. Luka Modric rated as a 6. It wasn't his most consistent showing as he started off on a sour note when Mahrez ran by him across the top of the box during the build-up to City's first goal. City's midfield also got the better of him on a few counter-attacks as players passed and dribbled past his challenges, but his interception in the attacking half in the 17th minute started a counter that ended with Vinny's shot from the left side of the box, and he played a good through ball for Rodrigo on the right wing during a 22nd minute break. He intercepted a through ball inside the box in the 25th minute, and then in the 33rd minute, his effort to get to a 50-50 ball in the attacking half kept the ball in Madrid's possession during the build-up to Real's first goal. In the second half, he most notably intercepted a ball in the defensive half and dribbled past an attempted challenge on the break in the 62nd minute, and he got himself room to fire off a shot from above the left side of the box in the 78th minute that went just wide of the far post. Danny Ceballos took his spot on the pitch a minute after that. In the back, Ferland Mendy rated as a 6. He had some very passive defensive moments in the game, starting off in the second minute when he backed off of Mahrez on the right wing, and then again in the 26th minute when his soft challenge in space allowed City's break to continue forward. However, he turned up in the attacking end in the 33rd minute with a good cross from well above the box on the left side that found Benzema in the middle of the penalty area for his first goal on the day. In the second half though, his weak pass out of the back intended for Vinny was picked off by Fernandinho and directly led to City's 53rd minute goal, but he'd make up for that with a much better pass in the 55th minute that went through Fernandinho's legs to set up Vinny's run into the attacking half that ended with him netting Madrid's second goal. He went missing again defensively in the 76th minute as he just lazily let Mahrez run by him towards the right post to fire off a dangerous shot, but he'd end the game on a good note at the back as he intercepted the ball in the box in the 85th minute. David Alaba rated as a 4. It was a tough day for him at the back as he was also one of the players that Mahrez ran past above the right side of the box in the second minute, and he should have been able to win the ball from Jesus in the box in the 11th minute, but he allowed himself to get beat into the ball as City scored its second. He turned it around some after that, intercepting a cross in front of the goal in the 15th minute and a through ball in the 20th minute, and he blocked Phil Foden's 21st minute shot but he went back to the bad as he totally whiffed on a challenge out in space on a break in the 26th minute that ended with Mahrez shooting wide of the near post from the right side of the box. Up in the attacking end, he got onto the end of a Benzema cross to head the ball wide of the right post in the 30th minute, but with Madrid in need of a change to the defense after a bad overall first half, he was the first casualty of the lineup as Nacho replaced him to start the second half. Militao rated as a 5, 
he was only marginally better than his center-back counterpart, as Real's central defense was vulnerable at several points during the first half. His attempt to set an offsides trap for Jesus left plenty of space for De Bruyne to run in behind him in the second minute, and in the 11th minute, he was out in the right-back position defending Foden in the corner, which caused Madrid to be completely outnumbered by City players in front of the goal. He also failed to track back during a dangerous City counter in the 26th minute. Jesus eluded him with a spin move in the left side of the box to win a corner in the 43rd minute, but he cleared the ball sent into the box a minute later. In the second half, his mistimed challenge of Mahrez during a break in the 48th minute almost led to City scoring its third goal, but he started a break in the 57th minute with a pass out to Carvajal and ended that sequence with a header from the center of the box that forced a save. And he had some important interventions in the final third later in the half, most notably when he got a touch of a cross in the 85th minute to put the ball just beyond Diaz's touch near the left post. Danny Carvajal rated as a 6. He was not at all alert as he allowed De Bruyne to run in front of him to get to Mahrez's cross in the second minute to open up the scoring, but he did well to get to a Cruz long ball during a break in the 35th minute and pick out Rodrigo in the box to set him up for a shot, and he intercepted a cross shortly before the first half ended. In the second half, he made a crucial block of Foden's shot from the left side of the box in the 48th minute, and he got out on a break in the 57th minute and set up Militao's header with a cross into the box. He made several interventions in the defensive half thereafter, but then he was slow again in the 74th minute as Bernardo Silva got into the box on the left-hand side to score City's fourth. However, he did close out the game on a positive note, getting down the right wing during an 87th minute break and blocking a cross in the 93rd minute. As for the substitutes, Nacho rated as a 5. He replaced the struggling Alaba to start the second half, and he didn't offer much noticeable improvement. He fouled Jesus on an aerial challenge near the midfield in the 66th minute, and then Mares ran through him and others in the right side of the box for a shot in the 76th minute that went close. He ended his relatively ineffective stint by picking up a yellow card for a late challenge on Mares out in space in the 93rd minute. Camavinga rated as a 6. He went on for Rodrigo in the 70th minute, and in the very next minute, he made a good defensive play to shield the ball from the attacker inside of the box and allow Courtois to gather it. He did fail on his attempted tackle of Mahrez on his 76th minute run into the right side of the box. However, he somewhat made up for that with a good ball out to Vinny on the left wing during the 78th minute break that ended with a Madrid shot from distance. Danny Ceballos rated as a 5. He took Madrid's place in the 79th minute and he didn't really get into the game to influence Madrid's attack, but he did notably win the ball back in the defensive half in the 87th minute. Marco Asensio as the final substitute, I did not give a rating. He was an 88th minute replacement for Vinicius, and he didn't have any meaningful impact on the game during the final few minutes. Finally in front of the goal, Thibaut Courtois rated as a 6. It's hard to say that he had a good game when Real conceded 4 goals, but it's fair to say that he was let down by his defense on every one of them and that he couldn't have been expected to save any one of them. But he did do well to punch away a dangerous ball in from Amara's free kick in the 41st minute and he made a good save of Laporte's shot from just above the 6-yard box in the 68th minute. He also had some good distribution out of the back during the game, both with the short pass and a couple of times with the long ball over the top. At the end of the day, it's all about the result. 
So while there is certainly some concern to be had about how much better City were than Madrid for the majority of the game, the one goal loss means that Real are very much still in the tie and will have every opportunity to advance to the final come the second leg at the Bernabeu next week. Had it not been for a lack of clinical finishing by City though, the tie surely would already be over as the hosts could have easily doubled their scoring output on the night. But even with Madrid's great escape, there was still plenty for Ancelotti to take away from this game as a harsh lesson about the team's tactical approach, as the first 15 some odd minutes showed that a cautious, defensive-minded Madrid will be nothing more than a sitting duck for the current Premier League leaders. He'll have to revise the strategy to keep Real from being completely overwhelmed in the midfield as they were today, and certainly Casemiro's return will be a plus in that effort. But before Madrid can get to the business of turning around the tie next week, they'll have an opportunity to pick up their second piece of silverware this season come the weekend. Three in the box waiting for the cross and it was Bale! Oh, what about that? What about that from Gareth Bale? Up next for Real Madrid. The Whites are back in action in the league as they host Espanyol at the Bernabeu on Saturday. Real lost the away match to Espanyol back in October by the score of 2-1. And after losing their last two league matches, Espanyol currently sit 13th in the table with 39 points from their 33 games, having won 10, drawn 9, and lost 14. The significance of this upcoming match is that it will present the first opportunity for Real to claim the La Liga crown as the Whites only need a point to make the presumptive league title official. So that, along with the opportunity for revenge against Espanyol, will surely have Real motivated to deliver in front of the home crowd and kick off a citywide party Saturday in Madrid. The next time you all will hear from me on this podcast will be after the match against Espanyol on Saturday, so be sure to keep an eye out for a new episode to drop once the final whistle sounds. Until then, as always, Hala Madrid!